Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. Uh, look, it's, I'll be honest, it's not the best night for my end, Zach. I'm not feeling 100% the same. We don't evening. know whether Dom's going to make it through. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's also hard to tell because he says he's sick, but he also held the record at his school for most visits to the sick bay. So, <laughs> yeah, I did. You no, know, we don't, we don't know. We don't know how, we, how real this is. As we've been over, that's because I was an undiagnosed celiac eating mm, gluten. But you, it just depends when you're telling the story. Because well. <laughs> you told us that the doctor only said the celiac disease developed <laughs> yeah. later in life. We don't know. And then sometimes <laughs> when it plays well for you, you say it was when you were but a kid. Look, yeah. The details are all a bit sketchy. I even said before the show tonight, we haven't seen the blood test yeah. about the lactose. Intolerance, yeah, because well. he seems to be drinking milk a lot. <laughs> I'm not so drinking. I'm just no. casting some some suspicions on some of these anyway. health diagnoses that you've had. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure how true they are. Well, we can get a doctor in to chat about to chat us through my whole medical history if you want at some stage. Zach. All I'm saying but is, you say you feel sick a lot. I, I, I haven't for some time. The point is tonight, though, I do feel unwell. Yeah, and I think I know what the culprit is. I have eaten something earlier today that I'm pretty sure. I shouldn't have. Yeah. I don't know entirely what the situation with use by dates is and best before dates yeah. is, but I've certainly broken a bit of a convention on this occasion. So your body has a foreign body inside of it, well, yeah. and your cells don't know what to do. Yes, and I don't know for sure whether this is actually, I've eaten something I shouldn't have, or it's a placebo effect, yeah. and my mind's convinced itself I should be sick. Mm-hmm. So what I need to do in the next 10 minutes, I need some people who might have been through this situation before, mm. I guess, to sort of help me out and reassure me, or tell me that I'm in trouble, one way or the other, really. And hopefully I can make it through the rest of the show, Zach. I mean, otherwise, do we have a sick bay here at the radio station? We don't. We don't. But basically what you're asking up next is Don yeah. would like some free medical advice yeah, that's on the radio. It. That's completely it. Unashamedly that. But if you're someone who looks in the cupboard yeah. and picks up some food and mm. looks at the use by date and wonders to themselves, could I eat this? Yeah. You might have an answer up next. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I am not feeling the best right now, Zach, if I'm honest. Here's the situation uh, as it's unfolded. Early, Give us the sitch. Yeah, well, early this afternoon... I ate some uh, gluten-free banana bread, mm-hmm. bit of a snack, um, that might have been expired, basically. Well, what do you mean might has been well, expired? It, the best before date yeah. that was on it yeah. was yesterday. You're fine. Well, I don't know if I am. See, here's my... I've I, I, got good news. <laughs> yeah. You're going to live. <laughs> I've been feeling ill for a while. I can't figure yeah. out whether it's placebo in my mind. Well, what did it taste like? Uh, just slightly dry banana bread. You could eat that for another three months, four months, six months even. I don't think you could eat it for six months. And maybe not six months. It's got but... banana in it. Yeah, but it's also got a lot of preservatives, probably. I don't know where you got it from, but you didn't make it yourself. No, I didn't make it myself. No. And I will say also, I mean, this is controversial. This could be a whole other segment. Mm. I bought it today as well. So mm. the place that sold it to me, a pretty reputable supermarket, is selling... Expired food. Well, let's not go slung in mud. <laughs> well, no, that's not, that's still what this show does. That's that's for another mud-free zone. It's another time slot and another frequency. Um, the point is, Zach, is I'm trying to figure out if I have, I guess, a rough night ahead of me. Whether no, if you eat banana bread that's one day past its use-by date, yeah, you're not sick from it. You don't reckon? Plus, you ate it like 
eight hours ago. Yes. If you were going to be sick, it would have happened by now. I don't know, Zach. I don't know. Like maybe it's playing around. Maybe it's get it, the, the troops are gathering. It's no, ready for a big barrage. They're pretty conservative with all of their expiry dates. Well, this is the other thing. It wasn't a use by date. It was a best before date. Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> that you could. Yep. They 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 are so mm. um, safe with those things. Yeah. Because they want to err on the side of caution. Yeah, because no, one, there's some flexibility there. Because I suppose they know that if they make especially anyone especially best before, if they make anyone sick, they know they're going to a current affair, also, and they don't want that. Also, I have heard. Yeah, I can't confirm that this is true, <laughs> yeah. but I have heard that the way they come up with those isn't very scientific. What do you mean? Do you know the way they come up with it? Hmm. This is what I've heard. Yeah, they get a group of people yeah. and they give them a varying. Um, they give them banana bread that's one day old, banana bread that's two day old, so forth, so forth, and so forth. Mm. They get to a point where the people say it starts to taste different and they go, that's the day. No, they don't. They do. That's, there is that's no what way. I've heard. No. That's what I've heard. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not a scientific Sorry. process at all. It's a bit of a sham, really. <laughs> all right, well, get your tinfoil hat off. That's a conspiracy that's theory. That's not a conspiracy. There is no way that that's how they're getting used by dates. That is. Oh, for some people. Crap. I just don't think it's regulated, and I'm not positive <laughs> about that in this country. It might have been America. It might have been an American podcast I was listening to. Sure. But I have heard that's yeah. how they come up with used by okay. dates. Well, look, I guess there's two questions we're asking here. I want to know on 131060, firstly, how expired food have you eaten? How expired was it? Yeah. So and if how someone says that they ate something, if they yeah. ate bread that was two weeks old and they, and they were fine, fine then, I'd then feel there's no bit... way that you're sick. Well, that's it. So have you eaten expired food? Or maybe maybe someone calls and says I had milk that was a month off and I was sick. And then we can set a benchmark as to where Yeah, well, milk, don't muck sick. around with milk. There's <laughs> yeah. certain things you don't muck around with. Meat, milk, eggs. Okay, how do you tell? Well, I would have thought bananas would be in that category. <laughs> Banana bread. No, it's, it's, it's mushy. It's damp. Yeah. Not? <laughs> you don't think it's in the same it's category mu- as it's, milk? It's not mushy and damp things. <laughs> it's probably it's like animal products. Okay. Well, this, the second question. So that's question one. Yeah. How expired was the food you've eaten? Yeah. Question two. Is Zach right about how they test expiry dates? Can anyone shed some light yeah. on how they test used by dates? I that's right that's... in the country I heard no, it in. I... I don't know what country that was. <laughs> it's garbage. There's no way that's how they're doing it. <laughs> Thirty ten sixty. If you can answer either of those questions, give us a call. We have Laura uh, in Aubrey. Laura, you have a bit of a reputation for uh, for not being afraid of expired foods. Is that right? Yeah, there's no fear for me when it comes to getting food, yeah. What's the oldest thing you've eaten, Laura? Um, well, I actually don't know how old it was. I work <laughs> in a car workshop and I did once find a lolly on the floor um, and just picked it up and popped it in my mouth and everyone else thought I was pretty feral for that. But um, no, it was still good. Hang on, Laura. <laughs> I need to ask, is, have you called us about expired foods? Have you just called to say that you'll eat anything? <laughs> Pretty much just called to brag about eating anything. Yeah, yeah your <laughs> immune system must be incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. I would like to say on the radio, if you find lollies on the ground, mm. probably safe to not eat them. <laughs> I reckon lollies are not an expensive thing either. Yep. You know what I mean? Just go buy a 20 cent, you know, red frog mm-hmm. from a, a, a corner store. Are you they up to 20 cents now? They probably. used to be five cents each. Bloody inflation. Bloody inflation. <laughs> Don't get me started. Everyone talks about petrol prices. That's they it. should be talking about red frogs. <laughs> They're going through the roof. Disgraceful. Emily is in Melbourne. Uh, what's the expired food you've come across? Hi, guys. So we had a packet of Nobby's Nuts that was 22 years old. My gosh. <laughs> um, and we all tried some, and they tasted fine. I was 21 at the time, so they're older than me. Yep. Um, they were all good. 20 years old was fine. And they were fine. They tasted just as good as any old nuts. Yep. And no one got sick. 
No one got sick. We've got a packet of peanuts that are 50, we're waiting until they're 50 years old. Yeah, it's like a fine wine. <laughs> Emily's got a seller of peanuts now. She goes, would you like the 87s? I mean, it was a good year for peanuts. Can I just say, again, as a precaution to make us not liable, yeah. Emily's story is her own experience. Don't eat uh, peanuts that are... But she said she was fine, Dom. She did, but we can't encourage it. Okay. I think we've got to be careful there. Uh, Kate is in Newcastle. Your dad is someone not afraid of expired foods, Kate. Definitely not. He will drink milk that has been in our fridge for an extended period of time. And even when I smell it, he will still be like, no, it's fine. I'll put it in my tea. I'll drink it. I'll put it in everything. So so what's the issue? Does he have taste buds? He does, but I guess they must just have a very low tolerance of what he thinks is quality. And so when you smell it, you think it's sour. (laughs) Oh, definitely. 100%. And he'll be like, Mm. no, no, I'll chuck it back in the fridge. It's fine. And just... Multiple other foods that we have in our house that are definitely not okay to eat yeah. by a certain date, and he will still be like, nah, it's fine, I'll eat it, and he eats it and never gets it. I think there's a generational thing here, Dom, because yeah. I think uh, older generations, our parents, their parents, yeah. they grew up in different times. Well, that's it. And it's, things yeah. didn't go to waste. And so also, if it's in the cupboard, you eat it. Probably their stomach lining is a bit firmer than, than maybe no, us as well. No, I think it was the first thing. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is good news. I mean, the main question I've had, Zach, is am I going to be sick? Am I okay for eating banana bread that is used by yesterday? Alex uh, is in Sydney. Alex, you think I'm fine? Hey, boys. Uh, love your work. Thanks, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from the hospitality industry. I've been in it in 10 years. And the real question is, it's not the best before. It's a use by. Right. So it's best before one day out. You're fine, mate. Great. Um, okay, good. And um, me and the boys had an experience once. My mate's a landscaper and he finished the job at like $100 cash. Mm. And then this old pensioner gave him two cases of beer on top of the finishing the um, job. Yeah. Anyways, we went and had a barbecue at his. Got back to his. on a fourth, fifth, or whatever it was. And I was like, mate, why would she give you two hundred dollars worth of beer for a hun- on top of a hundred dollar job? Spin the beer around, two years old. All right, okay. And mate, did you have the beer? Yeah, I I gave it a red hot nudge. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. I well, I don't know if the illness was the beer yeah. or the amount of beers I had. Yeah. So okay. it's hard to tell. Inconclusive, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. So so what's happened there is that one of the others got Alex there. Quantity yeah. or quality of the yeah. beer? It's confusing, isn't it? Because yeah. wine gets better over age. The beer, beer maybe not so All much. Right, so let's just do a quick stock take then. Yeah. So beer probably pay attention to the use by date. Mm-hmm. Milk, despite what um, the the person's dad did, yeah. probably pay attention. But it sounds like peanuts. I, I think they're good for life at this stage. They never go off. I think they found some peanuts in a tomb <laughs> in Egypt that they're still eating now. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I was at the supermarket today. I was buying new deodorant and uh, I was I decided maybe to look outside the one I usually get, which I don't even know. I just go by colour. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was just taking notice of the names this time, though. Yeah. And the names of deodorants are ridiculous, but particularly for men's deodorant because... Okay. Firstly, they don't describe the scent at all, but secondly, they're trying to appeal to some type of masculinity because I think smells, mm. men don't think of that as being like strong well, and no. buff. And, and I made this point before, you know, when I mentioned that I used to uh, get women's shampoo and conditioner and put it in men's bottles because they have all the good smelling yeah. ones, you know, cherry, yeah. balsam. Well, and... I think you're the type of person that yeah. these men's deodorants are trying to market to. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, because they'll have names like V8. Yeah. So why would you want to smell like V8? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great... Yeah, smell like oil. Yeah. Go for it. Or pollution. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why don't you smell like you're ruining the environment? Uh, the names are absolutely ridiculous, Dom. Mm. What I've done is yeah. I've got five of them here, and mm. I've tried to see if I could slip in one that I've made up. <laughs> okay. So four are ones I've seen at the supermarket today. Sure. One is totally made up. I yeah. want to see if you can pick which one stands out to you. Okay. If you can't pick it, it will show how ridiculous they <laughs> or, are. Or it could show that you could get a job in the marketing department for Brute Deodorant, potentially. Um. Yeah, well, I was trying not to mention names. None of these are brute. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with brute. Our first one is extra cool, and extra is spelt with an X. No, no E, just capital X. Am I? Are you going to give me them all, and then you want me to guess? Yeah, yeah okay. I'll give you extra. All. Uh, what yeah. I like there, yeah. dropping the E yeah. somehow does make it manlier. Yeah. Extra. Yeah, I reckon so. Starting with an X is a, it's a manly letter. The X. Uh, the next one is anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah, I guess if you're trying to overthrow a government and you don't want to get sweaty, (laughs) you need a deodorant that will fit that. Come on, anarchy. What? That is. That's not a sense. That's a political revolution. Yeah. Well, there's no communist deodorant, (laughs) is there? That's it. That's absurd. (laughs) A mountain blast. (laughs) If you want to be fresh as a mountain, but also, yeah, get blasted by something. What? What is a mountain blast? I guess it's like. Well, you think of like. Cool, clean air, I guess. Yeah, I suppose Don't so. you get cool breeze? Uh, I, I do. Cool breeze is the name of the deodorant I get. But I know what a cool breeze is. I've just yeah. never encountered a mountain blast. Well, have you ever encountered our next one? Quantum yep. Dry. <laughs> quantum Dry. It sounds like a new Bond movie. It Don't you think actually, if yeah. they announce Quantum Dry coming out next year, you'd be like, oh, the new Bond. <laughs> quantum... Okay, I, I imagine what that's trying to suggest is it will keep you dry in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. All these techniques to keep well, you that's dry. That's the other thing. Most of them say keep you dry for 48 hours. Yep. It's too much. Yeah, that's it. No one's that busy. You can put deodorant <laughs> on once a day. <laughs> and so I, I completely agree with that. I've thought that the... Like, generally, maybe I want to sweat when I get home. Our last one is <laughs> Aqua Shield. <laughs> Aqua Shield. Okay. That sounds like a movie as well. That would be a Marvel movie. That Aqua one. Shield. Don't you think? Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, look, Aqua Shield, again, they're playing on the whole drive front, but instead of just saying antiperspirant, yeah. they've tried to make that as cool as they can. Yeah, you're putting shields under your arms. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, how, how much, what percentage of our body is water? 70. 70%? I don't know if I want a shield against Aqua. We have Extra Cool, Extra spelt with an X, Anarchy, Mountain Blast, Quantum Dry, mm. and Aqua Shield. Well, they all... Which one's the fake one? They all like there's a bu- there's a theme to a bunch of them. Yeah. The one that I can't believe is real is anarchy. <laughs> no, that one's real. Are you kidding that me? One's real. Yeah. No way is anarchy a real one. <laughs> yes. What the hell are they naming it for deodorant anarchy for? Because people people oh, so, they want so, to be anti-establishment but still wear deodorant for some reason. So you don't yeah. care what anyone thinks. You want to fight against the power, but you still want to smell fresh. The people who are putting anarchy deodorant on are probably going to their general jobs. Yeah. Maybe the most anarchy they're doing in their lives is skipping a public transport fare. Yeah. That's as I think that's ridiculous. So which one did you make up? Mountain Blast. That's fake. Okay, well, that was probably the most believable of all. Yeah, well, I'm working it's... on my pitch for it for Rexona. <laughs> oh, I'm going into the offices tomorrow, and I go, I've got a great idea for you guys. Mountain Blast, <laughs> coming summer 2018. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. On 131060, what celebrity mm. have you been in the car with, Dom? This story yeah. is unbelievable. This is like, uh, there's been a lot of unusual Chris Hemsworth stories over the years. In oh, terms well, of Okay. No. I was going to try to build up a bit of <laughs> pizzazz. <laughs> yeah. Have I just a bit of tension, yeah. a bit of, ooh, I wonder who the celebrity was. And you mention it 20 <laughs> seconds in. Well, okay. When we were having the chat in the song there, how are we going to tell this story? You didn't say, let me build, I'm going to build a bit of tension here about 
who the celebrity could be. Okay. And pe- keep people guessing. Well, you didn't this, tell me. This backpacker, right? Yeah. He's he's landed in Brisbane. He's gone to Byron Bay, which <laughs> yeah. is a few hours away. Oh, how's he going to get there? He decides to hitchhike. <laughs> yeah. He's out on the road. Ooh. Guess who pulls up? Who could it be? Who picks him up to take him to Byron Bay? Is it just any old person? <laughs> is it an Uber driver? A taxi? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Thor himself. That's it. Chris Hemsworth. Wow. If you didn't know it was him, that would have been good. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's my bad. Uh, but it is pretty... That's like, pretty amazing, though. This guy, yeah. just an everyday guy trying to go to Byron Bay. He's yeah. hitchhiking down the highway. Mm. And one of the most famous people in the world picks you up. Not only that, I mean, Chris Hemsworth does live in Byron Bay for part of the year. Mm. So I guess that is a little bit expected. But I don't think when you're in Brisbane, yeah. Australia, you're expecting to see a Hollywood-level... It is like, Actor. it's an interesting quirk about Brisbane. For those who have been to Brisbane or who live in Brisbane, there does seem to be a remarkable amount of people asking for hitchhiking to Byron Bay there. It's like the one of the things that sticks out if you drive around Brisbane. I, I would what? have seen on the Are streets of Brisbane numerous times people holding up cardboard signs. Yes, Byron Bay. Byron Bay's, Brisbane is the closest I've capital city. never saw, uh, in my whole life, I don't think I've ever seen anyone hitchhiking elsewhere. Well, lots of hitchhikers go to Byron Bay. That's what I'm. That's it's very what I'm bohemian. Saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm just lots of surfers, lot. lots of hippies, and I reckon if you and are, I, I feel like hitchhiking is popular in those circles. I think if you are in a position where you're, you know, looking to hitchhike, you're stoked for any lift. Yeah. Let alone Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I mean, the amount of people who are going to be in the streets of Brisbane holding up Byron Bay hitchhiking signs. Oh, that's now, a good idea. Now you should it, just go. Yeah. Just go out on the highway and try to meet Chris Hemsworth. Well, that's it. That's what he does. Maybe he's, you know, trying to earn, I don't know if he's doing any movies at the moment. <laughs> I wonder true. if he charged him. <laughs> try to earn a bit of cash. That's not a bad idea. Turn on the Uber app. Why well, not? I imagine people have been in this situation before, especially Uber and taxi Uber drivers. Uber and taxi drivers are the only ones I can think of that would have been in a situation of yeah. having a celebrity in their car. And 131060, I mean, if you have had a celebrity, you know, as a passenger, we'd love to hear from we, you. We would take... Any call, I imagine yeah. most of them are going to be Uber and taxi drivers. If somehow you were in a car with a celebrity mm. and you weren't an Uber or taxi driver. How else do you reckon it could... Can you think of any scenario where that might happen? No. I have one. <laughs> I have one. And the other one I can think of is that maybe you were like pulled over in, like on the street somewhere and a celebrity jumped in your car and said, follow that car or something in front of you. Why would they do that? Well, they do it in the movies. Yeah, but they're not playing celebrities in the movie. They're playing <laughs> like a special agent. <laughs> okay. Well, look, 131060, have you had uh, somebody famous in the car with you? Give us a call. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Our guess here was that you, we would exclusively hear from Uber and taxi drivers who maybe have, you know, picked up a celebrity. And if that is you, please do call us on 131060. However, we're kicking it off, Zach, with a non-Uber taxi driver. Nathan, what was your experience? So I was uh, working for a TV station a couple of years ago, having uh, staff around the the Melbourne Cup in a golf buggy, and I picked up Jennifer Hawkins. Okay, right. Miss Universe! (laughs) Miss Universe! Hang on, where's the... Is the golf buggy going from, like, marquee to marquee? Uh, yeah. That's the important detail here, though. Well, I'm just trying where to figure the out. Golf, where the golf buggy is going. <laughs> yeah. That's the most interesting thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dom needs a real clear mental picture. No, I was trying to figure out why you'd need a golf buggy at the Melbourne Cup. Why? Yeah, to drive people around. Well, surely you they can You can't walk in those dresses. Okay, fine. I suppose there's a more interesting point. What was she like, Nathan? Um, well, I was I was a young a younger younger guy with dimples, and I was nervous, and I had a minder sitting next to me, and all he kept on saying to me was, Eyes on me, mate. Eyes on me. 
Okay. Well, I suppose when you're driving a golf buggy, perhaps I should be in front, <laughs> you know, on the road. But uh, I think that's unsafe principle there. We have Justin in Melbourne. Justin, what celebrity were you in the car with? Um, Kelly Slater and I've, and I've um, yeah, in the car and uh, a four-wheeler bike up up the hill of Bells Beach too. Hold, okay, so Kelly Slater, obviously, the king. Saying, you're a, you're the surfing yep. fan here. You're yep. the world. He, yep. He's like eleven time world champion, I think. Is he like? Would he be the best of the best? He might be the best sports person to ever have lived. Oh well, that's ridiculous. No, that's true. His dominance of surfing over the last two decades is is unprecedented. There's no other sport that one person has dominated so much. Well, I mean, is surfing a sport? That's another conversation. Well, it's in the next Olympics. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> you won't say Olympics, that, isn't it? You won't say that when Australia wins. Yeah, no, I won't. I'll, I'll absolutely <laughs> claim that. Okay, so Kelly Slater, one of the most famous, the most famous surfer of all time. What was he like in the car, Justin? Uh, he's, he's a really good, kind person. What yeah. era are we talking, Justin? How long ago? Uh, was he been... bald or did he have hair? No, no, 2000. I've worked at Bell for a fair few years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've known him for a while. In the 2000s, he's bald. He's been bald for a while. Sounds like Justin might have had Kelly Slater a few times, which is, um, they're probably at the stage where Kelly Slater's Bluetooth syncs up to Justin's car. Yep. You can just fire stuff off. Well, I think he was in a, uh, didn't he say he was on an all-terrain vehicle? (laughs) (laughs) I think they probably have Bluetooth as well, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they do. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Rose on 131060, who have you been in the car with? I grew up in a little town near Phillip Island, and it's only uh, one of the two access points to French Island where Kylie Minogue lives. Okay. And so when we were young, we were just swimming around the jetty, and then um, our family friend who ran the barge, we picked up Danny Minogue and her boyfriend. Okay, so hang on. You're on, you're on the barge between Phillip Island and French Island? No, we were at the... Um, we were at the jetty just swimming around the barge like young kids and it's yep. French Island and Coronella. Mm. Yeah, and then um, she come up and she missed the barge and our family friend was the uh, manager of the barge and she was like, oh, well, we can just come back to our house and wait until the next barge comes. So, so you had Danny Minogue in a house with you, hanging out? We, her, her boyfriend and about eight other kids Yep. And our friend's mum yep. drove back in this big Land Cruiser back to our house, yep. and we sat there and had coffee and cake and yep. waited for a next bar. And then you said, "Oh, this is weird. We've got Sing Sing Star on the PlayStation <laughs> here. <laughs> Let's bust that out. Do a bit of a duet." This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, we are coming up to summer, Zach. I've got a summer hack that I've thought of over the weekend. Um, just to make everybody out there without really putting in much effort, look a whole lot cooler. I think it will work, especially if maybe you're trying to look cool to the opposite sex or someone you're interested in. This might really help out. Well, usually if you think of summer and cool, I'm thinking of sunglasses. Oh, yep. All along. Uh, beach gear. Right lines. Well, I I came up with this idea when I was at the beach. Hmm. Um, that must've been a while ago. No, I was at the beach over the weekend. Were you? I didn't go onto the sand. No, okay. You were just next to a beach. I was near a beach. Yeah, you don't like the sand. Not a big fan. No, you usually wear your sneakers down. (laughs) I don't usually wear my sneakers. I've never seen you barefoot. Yes, we went to the beach that one time. Were you barefoot? Well, I went in the water. Yeah, well, I couldn't see your feet. (laughs) The point is... I thought you might have some of those reef shoes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the ones with the webbed toes. I have seen them. I don't own a pair. However, if they're looking for an ambassador. 
Tom is the human equivalent <laughs> of those shoots. <laughs> no, I just don't love the beach. I don't mind the beach in the late afternoon. I'm yeah. just not a big fan of the sun yeah. and all that sort of gear. Well, that's sun safe. Yeah, pale skin, etc. The point is, uh, over the weekend, I saw someone drive past me and something that was in their car made me think, holy crap, this is my hack for summer. Yeah. Here's all you have to do. Put a surfboard in your car. Yeah. You don't have to ever surf. You don't need to know how to surf. You put a surfboard in the back of your car, you are instantly, I reckon, 400 times cooler. Yeah, there, there is a bit of a thing yep. among people who mm. like surfing, of people who walk up and down beaches with a surfboard and never use it. <laughs> yeah, so right. So people have picked up this thing before. See, well, see, I saw someone drive past with a surfboard in the back of their car. They and had the what, windows what down. Of, like, uh, it's not a convertible. No, no, no. So you had to look through the windows. But you could see it through the window. Yeah, and you thought, and as wow, they past, I thought, uh, you want to be like him. I was like, how cool is this guy? And it only occurred to me later when I was driving back from the beach. I was like, well, hold on a second. I could be him. Hmm. No you one knows. No one knows. Yeah. I could rock up in my golf, my yeah. V-dub golf. Yeah. With a surfboard in the back. Yeah, well, I... I and I, I know like you're surfing, a, you're a, I like you're, surfing. Yeah, you are in the surfing community. And I carry surfboards in the car. It's yeah. really annoying. What do you mean? You don't want to do that. Yeah. It's, it's troublesome. It's like They're clunky. It's very big. Yeah, they go down okay. the middle and that's why people put them on the roof. Could I put a boogie board in the back? <laughs> <laughs> you can. It will send a different message. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Lady Gaga revealed that the set designers on A Star Is Born had some unconventional methods. They put every last drop of blood from their heart in their veins on the set every single day. Also, Donald Trump got confused when a restaurant took a really long time just to bring bread to the table. What is going on? Why did they wait? So long. Why didn't they bring this right at the beginning? And Pauline Hanson's housemate asked her when she's finally going to do the dishes. Time frame? I can't give you a time frame. Are we looking at two years, five years, ten years? We don't know. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, alongside doing this radio show, you and I also are the unofficial ambassadors for LA Ice Cola. LA Ice Cola don't know no. That we're the unofficial ambassadors. No. Uh, they're unaware of it. And that's we're not getting a payment for it. Good Lord, no. We just love the product it, so much we're willing to yeah. give it free publicity. We, we hazard a guess that if they knew, we might get a cease and desist letter. Yeah. But that's okay. We, uh, we will do guerrilla marketing for this soft drink, the room temperature soft drink, the, uh, the convenience, convenience store. store cola, the yeah. fiscal choice. Yeah. Uh, if you've never heard of LA Ice Cola before yeah. and you're in your local supermarket or convenience store mm. and you're looking for a cola at eye level, yeah. you're not going to find it there. <laughs> you Look down. Look down. It'll either be on the bottom rack yeah. or on the floor. On the floor. And if maybe you're not sure if you've had LA Ice Cola before, just ask yourself... Have you ever been in a situation where you've bought cola yeah. and thought, it can't have been that cheap? Yeah. If you or, have. Or have you have you drunk a cola and you thought, am I being kissed by an angel? <laughs> yeah. Yep. If so, then that was LA Ice. Was that a live read we just did <laughs> on the radio? We, we can make some money for that. No, nah, well. But we but, do it out of love. Because if we made money out of it, it wouldn't be sincere, would it? You know, that's true. That's a good point. Anyways, like... Um, I do have some exciting LA Ice Cola news. A bit of a heartwarming story, a feel-good story about LA Ice Cola um, that has been sent through um, to the page uh, just to collect it in. Because I think a lot of people realize this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to put good into the world. We're trying to promote LA Ice Cola. Um, This one's come through from Lloyd. It's a picture of his uh, younger brother, Joel. And he says, Joel just bought this can of LA Ice Cola and is waiting for it to warm up to room temperature before having it. Yeah, that... 
That's beautiful. And yep. I can see in the picture, which does mm. warm my heart, I can see mm. the can yep. has some drips of water on it, indicating yeah. that it is cool at the moment. And that means somebody's somewhere along the line, someone's made a big mistake. Yeah, some joke has put it in the fridge. Yes, not knowing what they're dealing with. Someone's put LR's collar in the fridge. Idiot. Yeah. To begin with. But thankfully, thankfully, Joel. He's got some sense about him. Joel's going to go far. Yeah, I think He's so. He's going to go far because he knows yeah. if he drinks the LA ice now, cold, yeah. like the name might suggest mm. to amateurs, yeah. <laughs> uh, the uninitiated, yeah. uh, he knows that he's only going to have 50% of the enjoyment. <laughs> the other 50% comes from the room temperature. Room temperature. So, <laughs> so look, congratulations to Joel for his high intelligence mm. to begin with and for having a great beverage. I suppose that this can be an inspiration to all of us yeah. because good things come to those who wait. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. a good reminder. Joel waited for this LIS cola. We should put that yeah. on an Instagram post. <laughs> yeah. With like a cold LIS. Yep. Wait for it to mm. warm to room temperature. Yep. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah. Well, I. You know what, Zach? I rarely is this radio show emotionally moving. Yeah, you're tearing up. I am a little bit. Yeah. Um, and my tears, as you know, are 100% LA ice cold. That's how much you drink. That's how much I drink. Yeah. It's replaced the water doctors in my body. recommended eight yeah. cans a day. <laughs> they did. They did. I'm a medical miracle. Yeah. Um, I'll live forever. Stronger than ever. That's what they <laughs> say. Stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, so congratulations, Joel. Congratulations, LA ice. Yeah. And any of <laughs> Dom's family that ever needs a blood transfusion, they're going to be in trouble. But... <laughs> If they no, ever need a drink at a park, yeah. <laughs> they're in luck. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Look, there's been a bit of division in this uh, radio show today, Zach. Here's the backstory. Uh, I was getting lunch for uh, you and our producer, Michael, and myself. That is the role Dom plays yes. off air. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The runner. Yeah, that's, that's basically it. Uh, and but, uh, look, I went to Subway and you guys were texting me your orders. Yeah. Um, and I was standing in line. This does sound like you're yeah. the intern <laughs> at the radio station. Well, there was you know, context behind there it. There is context behind it's it. It's too hard to explain. It's a long Don't story. worry about it. But just, but I, they do treat me well. <laughs> <laughs> we promised him a position at the end of the year. It's not paid yet, but it could no. turn into something. <laughs> Maybe one day. It's good exposure. Um, uh, but here's what happened is I was in the line at Subway getting lunch for. Um, for, for both of you. And I read your texts come through both separately around, you know, a minute or so apart. And I thought initially, oh my gosh, they're having me on. Here's a, here's a gag. They've put in something in their order that they obviously don't want because you both wrote down that you wanted olives on your sub. Yeah. And I read that. Olives are the best. Well, my initial response was I laughed. I was like, good one guys. Classic Zach and Michael. Yeah. Fake orders again. Turns out. You wanted olives. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't now, send you through a fake Subway order. I mean, if you if I had put seafood sensation, yeah, yeah you would have known something was up. <laughs> but I didn't. Olives are completely legitimate. Okay, now we, we're about to get into this big debate. And I well, want... What debate? I don't no. understand what the debate is. People obviously like olives. That's why they have them on the Subway menu. Here's my theory. I want people to call in on 131060 right now. Do you like olives, yes or no? Now, I am... No, I'm not confident. I'm certain we're not going to get a yes. I have been like in all of my human experience to this point in my life. I don't think I've met somebody who likes olives until today. I eat olives by the bowl full by themselves. If I'm at a bar and they have olives, I order a bowl full. Now, come to think of it, my Mm. friends don't eat many of those. (laughs) Like I have just thought about it then and I'm like, Mm. yeah, I am the only one in my friendship group. But 
you're talking about on a sandwich or on a pizza. The, Do you like olives on a pizza? Good Lord, no. Olives on a pizza. I'm not eating the pizza. Are I won't you even kidding pick me? it off. Are you I kidding won't... me? Well, you're not eating pizza then. Yeah. If you're not having olives on it. There's other things you can have on pizza. No, but pizza's Italian. Olives are Italian or at least <laughs> Mediterranean. The closest I'll come to olives is olive oil. I'll go there. Yeah, you but love I, oil. I love oil. Well, but, already on our Instagram, people are proving you wrong because Hannah says she loves olives so much she would call her firstborn olive. Hey, how do you feel about that? Okay. Funny Donut says olives are delicious. How dare you? And then they level this criticism at you. They put this label on you, dumb. Sure. Olive hater. You know what? That's not a slur. You're t- anti-olive. I'll wear olive hater. Do you know what? Probably that might, maybe that should be my Instagram handle. Olive hater. Olive hater. I'm going around knocking olives out of people's hands. Like I'll that. don't do that, man. Well, I won't. That's a bit much. <laughs> I'm apologizing. They're expensive. Well, I will say, when I ordered the subs today with olives, I reckon I saw a bit of a no, shocked you look. Didn't. No, from the you person didn't. Working at Subway, I'm considering putting an olive tree in my house. Okay. All right. Look, we need to we need to get some answers on this. Thirteen ten sixty. Olives, yes or no? We're not going to get a single person who likes them. Of course we are. We are not. Nobody likes olives. They're God's gift to the people. Oh, okay. We'll see if that's the case. Nicholas in Melbourne. Are you with me, Nicholas? Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, great. Wait, you hate olives? <laughs> no, I love olives. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. No, so you're with me, Nicholas. <laughs> well, I, I'll yeah, be honest. Oh, sorry, yeah. You gave me some false hope there, Nicholas. I thought, hang on. So you how you enjoy olives. Why? Dom, I'm a Greek. You've just basically insulted an entire nation yeah. by saying you hate olives. You, you right. might start a it's war a... here, Dom. You've got to be careful. <laughs> it's a crime to hate olives in Greece. Yeah. Can I? Well, I went to Greece on a on a school history trip some I've years heard ago. It rains olives there. Well, I didn't. I'll be honest with you, Nicholas. I didn't encounter an olive in Greece. Yeah. In a week there, I did see a lot of yeah, olive. Yeah, but you plants. only went to like McDonald's and stuff like that. <laughs> <I did>. that's, <laughs> that's not entirely true. We did go to McDonald's <laughs> once or twice. Yes. Shoot me. I like to try McDonald's in different countries. But I didn't. I, there were no olives there either. Uh, we've got Megan in Victoria. Please tell me you're on my anti-olive campaign. No, I love them. Uh, how much do you love them, Megan? Enough to actually drink the water that they're in. So when they come in a jar in the in the water, you, you'll drink that afterwards? Yeah. What does it taste like? Olives, I guess. Uh, it's just like salty water. Yeah, olive juice. Why don't they yeah, why but... don't they sell that at the juice bars? Oh you go get an orange juice, a pineapple juice, an olive juice. Can I just say I'm I'm actually a little bit rattled right yeah. now. I don't feel like I'm making complete sense because something I thought was a basic truth about humanity. No. My whole but understanding you like, you like salt. I do That's like, like salt. one of your favorite foods. Yes. That's pretty much all it is. Well, as I said before, olives are like salty grapes. Yeah. Well, do you hate grapes? I love grapes, but grapes are meant to be sweet. They're not meant to be salty. <laughs> Luke in Sydney. Are you pro-olives as well, Luke? Yeah, I'm definitely all there with the olives. How many do you eat, Luke? Oh, I eat jars. I work yep. just under Woolies, so yep. I'm always up there getting them for lunch. Why not? What is going on? By the handful. What is Skull go- them down. Luke, can I ask, do you find that people in your life are shocked at how much you like olives, or, or do you meet general olive uh, fanness in your friends? Um, olives are within my family. We just eat them by the hand, like by handfuls, like I said. How annoying um, is it, Luke, when you think you have ones that don't have seeds in it and then you chomp down on a seed? Oh, your teeth are like they're just shattered. The worst. The yeah. worst. Um, this is a bit of olive chat. You wouldn't understand. Olives have seeds in them? Yeah, they're de-pitted most of the time. But Jeez. if you get one with a pit in it and you don't think there's a pit in it, there's a trip to the dentist. 
like they weren't bad enough. Yeah, sometimes they ambush you, but that's Can not I the Ola's fault. That's the packaging's I you, fault. I know you've said on this show before that if you were ever taken hostage, the way to get you to share the secrets would be to play Michael Dudley's music. Yeah. Because you hate it. Yeah. I would share any secret, any secret I had yeah. before eating an olive. Can, would you eat an olive? Would no. you vow? Now you've got a full board of people. Not one person said they didn't like olives. Yeah. You've offended a nation. And I'm quite concerned about that, by the way. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I Zach, don't want to get no, grease offside. Off, I'm cutting you off here. Tomorrow I'm, night on no, the show, will you eat an olive? I will not eat an olive. Why not? I'm not a, I know you Look how to, many people no. have said that they want you to, Dom. You okay. need to restore the balance between... What? You're all about spreading spreading joy and love in the world, and you're about rebuilding bridges. Am I? <laughs> When did I become about that? Oh, well, that's what you always go on about between the songs. And I'm going, okay, we get it, Dom. You listen to Oprah's Soul Sundays. (laughs) That's enough of that. Here's my vow. We have one more call. If Alexis thinks I should eat an olive, I'll eat an olive. Yeah, okay. Because that's a clean sweet. Yeah. Alexis, where do you stand on olives? Um, I really like them. I usually eat them when I'm studying. They're a bit of a (laughs) pick-me-up. Yeah, exactly. So um, mum will usually have jars in the fridge or in the pantry. And then when I'm hungry or I can't drive down to McDonald's, I'll just grab a jar of olives. Uh, that means that Alexis is on board. Dom will be eating a whole jar of olives on the show tomorrow night. Well, no, I will not be eating a whole jar of olives. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard you say. No, that is that's not, what I heard you say. Not, you said that you need a whole no. jar. Zach, I'll give you, I will. It, oh, no. It's a peace offering to all the olive I'll lovers eat an out o- there. I might eat an olive. I might eat an olive. But it will be just one, and I won't enjoy it. No, you'll love it. You'll love it. We'll get you on board with it. Can I just say, there is a large part of me that thinks this whole thing has been a bit of a prank set up that you've been working on. No. It's going to be delicious. I'm practically saying you're going to eat one of the world's most tasteful things tomorrow night on the show. Here's a a great prank, guys. What we'll do is we'll get everyone to call in and pretend we like olives, and then we'll make Dom eat one. What a stitch up. No, the phones are going off the hook, Dom. You've offended a nation. You've offended a lot of people. And the only way that you can make this okay is by enjoying an olive. I don't want you to eat it, and I don't want you to grimace. I want you to enjoy it. You know, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Yeah, you will too. I will. Stuff like this really messes you up. It's, it's strange how nervous you get about eating foods that everyone eats every day. I'm really not good with it. But anyway, I suppose tomorrow night, unless I can find a contractual way out of this, I'm eating an olive. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, if you are new to this show, I am pro- possibly Australia's biggest Christmas fan. Yep. Self-titled, but happy to take that You run title. the forums. Yeah, I am in a number of closed Facebook groups celebrating all things Christmas. Uh, what's the conversation about? I, I will say, some in those groups have made me think that perhaps I don't love Christmas as much as I thought yeah. I did. There's one person there the there other day. extremes. Well, one person started the conversation, how many Christmas trees do you put up in your house? Yeah. One or person one, an- one, surely. Well, that I might go two. One person answered 34. Yeah, that's a forest. <laughs> Too many. You're I moving mean, a forest from indoors out, uh, uh, yeah. from outdoors indoors. Yeah. Uh, that, Why that, don't you just go to a forest and decorate the trees there? Well, that's a bit dark. Why? Isn't it? Why is that dark? Well, because the trees are still alive. <laughs> Why is that? Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yep. The, keeping the trees alive is more dark <laughs> than cutting them down and pulling them into your house. Well, also there's animals out there and whatever. All that gear. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Christ- I'm confused. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the point is, I love Christmas, and uh, which is why I was happy to receive a message uh, on Instagram from Jen, Zach, with a link to an article, which I think has some very interesting information mm. for you and for this show. 
Because you're not known as a Christmas lover. No, I hate when you say that. I no. love Christmas. No, no, no. Just you... compared to you, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I like reckon... the comparison is, the, the gap is so big that if someone's looking at both of us, my little graph, which is a normal amount of liking yep. Christmas, sure. pales in comparison to is... how tall your building is. I would say you treat Christmas in the same way most people might treat a colleague. Whereas I treat Christmas like the love of my life. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I give it more time. I think about it. I feel for it. Whereas you just kind of give it a polite wave in the morning on the way into work. Uh, yep. I think I'm following this analogy. <laughs> I, okay. Well, that's twice in this segment you've stopped understanding what I'm saying. It's when you well. get Christmas on the mind, yeah. you can't be held responsible okay. for how coherent your sentences are. <laughs> Christmas and logic don't go hand in hand. The point is, this article... Has some very exciting news. Basic, the basic point is people who enjoy putting Christmas decorations up, mm. decorating wholeheartedly, decorating extensively, and decorating early, trend uh, tend to be happier people. Mm-hmm. Now, this is from psychotherapists. This isn't just some you know someone's opinion. Oh, psychotherapist. This is in the Journal of Environmental Psychology, and they listed five psychologists who contributed to the article. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Uh, putting decorations up makes other people think you're happy, elevates your social standing. Wait, hang on. It says makes other people and, think you're happy. And also... But it doesn't say actually and makes you happy. it can indicate a desire to hold on to happy memories, in turn making people happier. Okay. So this, I mean, this is science now. Yeah. You can't well, go I'm satisfied science. with how happy I am at the moment. <laughs> Are you? I don't need an increase, and especially exactly. if it's not... If, if an increase in happiness involves me climbing on the roof to put a Santa Claus up there, <laughs> yeah. uh, no thanks. Not can, for me. Look, every Christmas movie that's I'll ever... I'll be sad. Every I'm cr- happy to be sad every, rather yeah. than putting a Rudolph that looks like it's prancing <laughs> in my front yard. I'll do it for you. That's fine. Every Christmas movie that's ever been made yeah. features a character who's... Their heart has hardened over the years against Christmas. No, because I don't want to put up Christmas lights, it doesn't yep. mean I no. have a hard heart. My point is... It means I'm a normal human. If they made a Christmas movie about you, the aim would be to bring the Christmas spirit back to you, and it would end with you tearing so up, getting the present telling, you wanted. you're telling me, yeah. you're meeting people around the office, you yeah. start a new job, you're sure. going around the office meeting everyone, yeah. you run into someone who's putting up Christmas lights, spent the weekend putting Christmas lights all over their house. Yeah. And you don't raise an eyebrow. Uh, I raise both eyebrows with excitement. <laughs> what what are you going to lunch? <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. It's it's it's. That doesn't seem like a strange thing to do to you. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so no. Seems totally normal. But it's okay. Look, you know what? What we're hearing here is Zach sitting over there being judgmental, being cynical. I'm not being judgmental. Meaning... You can do it if you want. You're trying to put it on me. Ne- what yeah. I'm saying is mm. I'm not going to spend my time and money yeah. putting Christmas lights on my house and covering it in tinsel yeah. and Santa and his reindeer and his sled, especially when it's October. All I'm saying is this Christmas, I hope that maybe a bit of Christmas joy, a Christmas miracle can fill old man Manda's heart. Yeah. And remind him what it is like to be happy again. That's all I want you to get for Christmas this year, Zach. Well, I, I, <laughs> well you've built, you've worked me into a corner because yeah. I either say I'm not happy or I love Christmas, and neither option is really that appealing to me. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns. <laughs> Pet name game. A game for anyone with a pet. Give us a call on 13 10 60. We think we can guess what type of animal you have just by hearing its name. Let's kick it off with Trent in Melbourne. What is your pet's name, Trent? Uh, yeah, the pet's name's Harry. 
Okay, I'm thinking... It could be Prince Harry. It could be Prince Harry, could be Harry Potter, could be, and I think this is a fair chance, Dr. Harry the Vet. Mm, Out of all of those options. Well, no, because... Harry Potter. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Prince Harry. (laughs) Yes. Harry from Harry's Practice, a show that hasn't <laughs> been on in 20 years. No, but I think Dr. Harry does some stuff on uh, one of the shows now. Is it Better Homes and Gardens? The point is, Dr. Harry works with animals, Yeah. hence why. So can you think of an animal or, that wears one of those kind of golf hats? <laughs> the other idea would be Harry Styles, yeah. who is known for having like moppy hair. Yeah, we can go with that if you want. And I'm thinking like... How about a dog with moppy hair like that? Yeah, that's not so bad. So a dog. All right, Trent, is Harry a dog? No, he's a lizard, mate. <laughs> Was it named after any of those Harrys? Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. you're a lizard, Harry. Oh, you're yeah. a lizard, Harry. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff, Trent. Gosh, Trent. That's one of the top names we've heard. <laughs> that is, that's very funny. That's the funniest thing that's happened on this show tonight. Look at Dom. He's so excited. <laughs> I'm just like, He's so excited. It's just good to get a laugh on the show. Thanks, we Trent. have Cassie on 131060. What's the name of your pet, Cassie? Milo. Oh, okay. Milo and Otis. Remember that? Thinking. Remember that movie? It was a dog now, and a cat, wasn't which it? Which one was the cat and which one was the dog? Um, I think Milo was the cat. I don't know. I'm oh just guessing. Oh my gosh! I was going to say the other way around. Okay, Milo was the dog. That's what I thought. Okay, go with that. Go with that. Uh, Cassie, is Milo a dog? Yes. Come yes! on. Yes. Is it from Milo and Otis? No. Oh, <laughs> doesn't matter how we got doesn't there. Matter. We don't, doesn't, doesn't matter how we, we got don't, there. We don't have to show our working in this quiz. That's sort of how it works. This last one, Dom, looks a bit unusual. Oh. I, I'm sorry to move you on, but I've just been started. This is a long... <laughs> a- apparently, Brittany, you have multiple pets you want to enter. Yeah, well, um, I have 15. <laughs> Hang on, but they're all the same animal? Yeah. All right, okay. Well, give us their names and we'll see if but we they can... they are different breeds. That's fine. We, we just need the species. Animal. Give us their names. Start listing them. Okay, I've got Neapolitan, Chili, Butter, Custard, Ivy, Vanilla, Crumble, Jackie, Tootie, Bitches, Stumpy, Montana, Salt, Cinnamon, and Pepper. Okay, well, it sounds like I'm at Baskin Robbins yep. and they're just reading through the flavours. Yep. I mean, for Which some Which one of are them, you going with, Don? I, I don't think I'm ordering the Stumpy. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't sound Poor like an ice cream flavor. Something um, does seem to stand out in those. Yeah. Yeah. What do okay. you reckon? What, I'm just thinking, what animal would you have 15 well, of? Okay. Can I? Can we ask a follow-up question? We're not meant to, are we? What are you asking? I was going to ask if Brittany lives on a farm or an acreage. You can ask that. Brittany, do you live on acreage of some sort? Not at all. Okay. No. So okay, it's 15 a animals that you can have in your house. Sure. It's got Surely it's got to be a fish. Fish or maybe. Would Stumpy be a fish? Because that's an animal with limbs. That's so true. I reckon fish, though, because when they say different species. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's got to it's be that. Brittany, are they all fish? No, they're snakes. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Goodness. Brittany, you have 15 snakes in your suburban house? And I have four bearded dragons named Beans, Rango, Waffles, and Mare from Brittany, the movie Rango. I mean, I understand keeping one snake. You live with 15 snakes. What are you doing? Well, my partner got me into it, so... <laughs> Can you oh. tell the snakes apart, those 15 names that you listed? Do you remember well, thought, all of them? Yeah, well, um, Vanilla is a albino Darwin carpet. Yeah, yeah. You don't need um, to go through all 15. Yeah, I'll take your word for yeah. it. <laughs> wow. I, can I just say... That is a nightmare. Yeah. 15 snakes in the house. I'd be terrified yeah. the whole time that they were going to, like, organise to plot against me in the middle of the night. Yeah. 
and I'd wake up to all of them in, together. Oh, jeez. And I imagine, too, the names you wouldn't be a big fan of, Dom, because it would yep. become confusing for you when someone invited you over for some custard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and you got there and it was to play with their snakes. Why would you ruin such a happy word? <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Pretty big thing happened to me today, Dom, and I can't believe I've waited this long to tell you, actually. Yeah, okay. uh, I saw Prince Harry. <laughs> I spotted him. Zach, okay. He's in I mean, the country stop, and I saw him. Stop. This is the biggest news story in Australia. Yeah. Every news I know, I can't believe I forgot. We should have, no, we shouldn't have just led the show with this tonight. Mm. It should have been the whole show. In fact, we should have, if you'd called the right people, mm. every show before us would have been put off for the day and we would have spoken about this. Well, you know he's in the country and you know lots of people are spotting him. And you're saving this for one thirty in the morning. Well, I was driving down the road and I saw him walking up the street and he had like um, jeans and a shirt and a satchel. His Walking towards me, I'm like, holy crap, it's Prince Harry. I know he's in the country. He's doing a tour down here. Mm. And then as the person got closer, I was like, oh, no, that's just a redhead with a beard. Wasn't Prince Harry at all. Just a lookalike. And I thought, that guy's probably going to be pretty popular over the next couple of days. Because I think at a distance, a lot of people thought, hey, that's Prince Harry. And you know what? I reckon he was dining out on it. I reckon he cut his hair like that on purpose. Do you think, if I were to take an iPhone quality photo... yeah. 100%. 100%. 50 metres away. Well, that's why I thought the satchel was... like I, yeah. That's what put me off originally, because at first I was like, 100%, that's Prince Harry. Sure. And I thought, would he be carrying a satchel? Probably not. I've only ever seen him in a suit. Mm. Yeah. So that's what threw yeah, me off first. I mean, but I thought, you know, maybe he had some papers he wanted yeah, to carry well, around. I mean, hey, well, where, where's he meant to put his laptop in the suit? Yeah. And can I ask, the place you saw him, is it the sort of place you expect might be on a royal visit? Uh, no, it's just the pub. <laughs> <Okay>. Down the road. <laughs> So, but to be honest, yeah. I, if I saw Prince Harry in a pub, yeah. I wouldn't think twice. Long trip. He does like to have a night out. Do you know, I reckon, this was good. I reckon, no, you could have just said you saw him. Yeah. We didn't have to ask questions. Yeah. We didn't have to know it wasn't true. Yeah. Women's Day would have run with that as a front cover story. Well, if this guy had turned a block earlier, <laughs> yep. instead of walking past my car, yep. I would have thought it was Prince Harry. <laughs> right, okay. That's how close we were to a sighting. What a shame. That is all we've got time for on this show tonight. If you do want to hear it back, you can search for Collective Noun on iTunes and get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.